we're, we're we've got it all figured out. It's all right. <laughs> that phrase always ends well. <laughs> you know, we we did the second sync for a long time because it used to be so. Um, you know, our recordings were all janky, and there was, you know, what? I I don't know if we need a second sync anymore. Like I feel like one sync is just kills it. We're just nailing it every time. I thought we did the second sync because it made editing easier. No, it did, but I'm saying editing is so easy now. Like the, who cares? you know, I, I think that previously the latency, the original, yeah, latency Skype of recording was so bad. Yeah. yeah. That, I mean, it was difficult to conduct a conversation. So Skype, Skype as a product has come a long way, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. We're getting to a place where it might be easier. I didn't mean necessarily as far as syncing it up. I just meant that, like, we would sync at the beginning and then bullshit for 20 minutes and then do a second sync and then the actual conversation would start. So if you're editing, you can just fast yeah. forward. Just to fast forward. Yeah. Actually, that's still really a good point. We should probably yeah. hold on to that. You're right. Second sync. Honestly, matters. I've been doing this so long. I know what Joey's intro looks like. <laughs> you like see it in your dreams. Yeah. It's like full, fully it's like in the audio the matrix. matrix. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Joe. Well, let's do, just do us something. Do us something proud. Make it look like uh, Harper's dreams. Is that so, Harper? When you just look, you like look at the the waveform, and, and you can see where I'm like blonde, brunette. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That, that's shout out to the Matrix. Uh-huh. Yeah. Nice callback, buddy. Thanks for movie thirty years ago. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. Wee! I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the tracks. Who doesn't love the bounce cast? Hitler. Just prepare to. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a wash and unbeatable goodness. Welcome Pacers fans, you are listening to the Undebeatables, your semi-weekly Pacers podcast. Today is January 22nd, 2023, and this is episode 627. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and former season ticket holder. This show, we're going to discuss uh, an 0-4 week of Pacers basketball. Joining me this week are all three of our analysts coast to coast like buttered toast first from the high school home of jameson brewer silver spring maryland it's the doctor jason triplett what is up pacers fans what is up undebeatables shout out to the cincinnati bungles and all my uh bungles fan friends uh kudos to you guys who knew that this defunct franchise would make it to the AFC Championship two years in a row. And hopefully, the Super Bowl. Wow. 
Super Oh, sorry. Owl. Yes. From Ashford. Yeah, we cannot we can't afford canceled. to take on the NFL. <laughs> Just don't, don't get us canceled already. <laughs> Asheville, North Carolina. He's our in-house bartender mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles. What is up, Pacer Nation? What is up, Undebeatables? Tough week uh, in uh, Pacer Nation. That's all I got. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> I think you uh, you set the tone for this one. From a good Bo- show. Boise, Idaho, <laughs> out west. It's our a superb person. show. Ow. John Harper. What is going on, fellas? Uh, shout out David Crosby this week. Yeah, uh, shout mm. out R.I.P. R.I.P. Uh, before we, we get into more of the show here, uh, first thing is, I want to remind listeners that they can support us, the longest-running Pacers podcast, by heading over to patreon.com slash undebeatables, and you can support us with your money for as little as a dollar per month. On that topic, hashtag NFL legal fund. <laughs> on that topic, uh, we uh, we just celebrated our tenth anniversary. So shout out to what? Us. Shout out to you guys. Shout Cheers. out. Shout out to all you guys. Cheers to everybody. Uh, if you're an undebeatable out there, uh, no. Uh, when 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 people ask me how long I've been doing uh, the podcast, I say uh, twenty years. So <laughs> I was surprised that we just hit ten. Feels like longer, doesn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure if that's a good thing that it feels like longer. It feels like longer. Um, what's the uh, uh, what's the present for a ten year anniversary, Jeff? Well, so we yeah, ten. So ten is uh, ten is one of them. I think you can get a bouquet of flowers is another one. And that's diamonds weird. are always diamonds are always welcome. Diamonds are forever, forever. Forever. Yeah, for every. Anniversary. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yeah. For every anniversary. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Get me a freaking diamond now. So I think that what we should get is a uh, uh, a Roman numeral 10 made out of 10. Ooh. Oh, mm-hmm. I like a it. A 10 10. Yep. A 10 10. A 10 10. So as much as I like that idea, um, it's 10 or aluminum. And so I just need all of the uh, listeners of the show. And we've got uh, thousands of them. I need them all to send me um, a case of beer in aluminum oh. cans. I'd there settle for yes. any British listener just recording the word aluminium and sending it to me. Aluminium. <laughs> yeah. It's like a superior way to say that word. That's true. That's true. So, Colson, you want, your, you, want, you want aluminum, but you want it sent via beer cans. Is that what I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Oh, aluminium. Aluminium. Via mm-hmm. beer cans. Yeah. All right. Well, shout out to to all the undebeatables. Uh, you guys, we, uh, we've, of course, enjoyed doing this for uh, 10 years. So um, uh, it's been great, and we love, uh, we love doing the show. We love the, you know, having the listeners, and um, it, it's been, it's been great. I, I don't know. Most... Most shows don't last this long. Um, you know, none of the other Pacer podcasts have lasted this long. So, no. most marriages don't last this long. I think. Is that, is that uh, a thing? I don't know. Most most uh, you know, parent child relationships. I don't know. What? In what? <laughs> 
I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to amongst all species. <laughs> I'm trying to make this special. Okay. Thank you. By, by, by denigrating every by, other form of relationship. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's my goal. This is the best thing. Everything else sucks. Okay. <laughs> all right. Now that it's we've been telling listeners that their life is empty. Yeah, if you're in a relationship that's under 10 years, start questioning it. Why bother? (laughs) Why bother? Thank you, Eeyore. (laughs) So, and the reason we do this show, besides, uh, of course, the... Is that going to be Colson's nickname on (laughs) podcastreference.com? I'll I'll update the wiki. One of them? Okay, thanks. Why bother? Uh, if you're enjoying this podcast, just know that. Uh... <laughs> well said. Yes. <laughs> so, this is... if you'd like more of that high quality analysis, head over to Patreon.com/slash Unbeatables. <laughs> well, of course, the besides uh, the the great company I have here. The other reason we do the show is to talk about the Pacers, and it's been a rough week. It's been a rough Ooh, week and a half. Pacers are winless over the last six. Um, seven. F- seven now, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first game of this week was on MLK Day. Pacers took on the Milwaukee Buckaroos. They lose this one 132-119. It was insane. It, the, the game was wild. It was three points just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. Um, T.J. McConnell was on fire, set his career high. We'll talk about this one more. But Pacers lose the 132-119 on Monday, January 16th. January 18th, Pacers played the Oklahoma City Thunder on the road. They lose this one 126-106. Uh, this game was uh, less of a shootout. Um, from the Pacers' side, uh, Andrew Demhard is the the uh, leading scorer here uh, with Benedict Matherin and uh, Travailing Cream as the uh, second, tied with 13. Um, uh, Tyrese Halliburton is... is uh, w- is out, and uh, I think we're going to have to talk a little bit about that because I think the team is a uh, hot take. Not as great with, with him out of the lineup. Third game of the week, taking on the Denver Nuggets, Friday, January 20th, and this one also not super close, 134 to 111. Um, individual performances. Mathern off the bench, leading scorer, 19 points. Uh, Duarte off the bench, 18 points. These are our two top scorers. Miles Turner, 15. And not a beauty there. The game yesterday night uh, against Phoenix was actually competitive, very close most of the game. Uh, it was 112 to 107 against the Phoenix Suns. And that was on the Saturday, January 21st. Some good individual performances here. Buddy Heald dropping 22. 
T.J. McConnell with 18, Miles Turner at 16 and 12, and uh, McConnell. Uh, triple, triple double. double. 10 rebounds, 12 assists. It was and third of his not career. enough. No. Yeah, third of his career, but not <laughs> enough. Yeah. What we've so. learned this week is that uh, T.J. McConnell is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, he, yeah, I think you mentioned in the uh, Milwaukee game, uh, career high at halftime. Uh, well, career. a career high at halftime. So his previous career high had been twenty three. I think he had twenty five at halftime. But yeah. the most impressive thing about that was that he did miss not miss a shot. He was three of three from behind the arc. He doesn't shoot three pointers. He had hit all his his free throws. He was perfect from the floor at halftime. Um, an amazing game for him. Um, it kept us in this. Uh, that Milwaukee game was my favorite game of the uh, of the week because we were going against, you know, a team that's won a championship in the last couple of years. It's got the same core. Uh, of course, they were missing Giannis. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say they were missing no their Ibaka, best no player. Milton, no Anadokounmpo. No Inglis. Yeah. No other Anadokounmpo. Yeah. Other than that, right? Right. Yeah, right. Same guy. No, 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 no. I, I agree. I agree. They're missing all these things, but but we played so well. Um, you know, missing our best player. I mean, you know, you got to mention you know, mention that uh, you know, right now Halliburton is playing at an All NBA level. He's definitely an All Star. Um, he, he's our best player and a lot of teams in this league can lose their best player like a Giannis and still compete. We cannot do that. And I thought that the way that, uh, you know, McConnell was competing, kept us in this game. And then in the last five minutes or last seven minutes, Milwaukee was like, Oh, right. Yeah. We have the experience. And even if we're without our best two players, we're just going to be better. And they just closed it out. Um, and they they did that, and all week we've been without our best player, without a backup plan. And McConnell has, I thought, you know, on and off again this week, really put himself in a, a position to drive us uh, because this team is so driven by point guards. It's not enough. It's just not enough. Um, and it was an 0-4 week. I mean, well, perhaps if our. Uh, uh, fearless leader Rick Carlisle had listened to the pod a little bit earlier mm-hmm. and done what I suggested, which is move TJ McConnell into the starting lineup, which he right. did in the Phoenix game. We we're much more competitive in that one. Albeit it was against their C team as well. It was my worry after this week is, are we now the team that uh, teams rest their best guys against? Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah we are that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's not your worry. It's the, it's the truth. And 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 we're not just because Halliburton was out, or I mean, yeah, for sure. But I mean, we weren't really even competitive in these games outside of one. Outside of one of these, (laughs) I mean, I I, I I know if I'm Miles Turner in a contract year, I'm I'm asking my team for forty million dollars, and when Halliburton's out, I can't even really make my team competitive. Is T.J. McConnell's team when Halliburton's not on the floor? That's the thing, you know. I'm, I think that makes know, it tough in a contract negotiation where you're asking for all the money. Well, you're looking at the box score. Yeah, and Miles Turner starts, and it's, you know, Matherin and T.J. McConnell and uh, Duarte, you know, getting getting the stats. I mean, 
you know, yeah, it's, this is not a good look for for Miles Turner. He uh, Miles Turner had a thirty point game at one he point. Did. Against an Anadokounmpo-less Bucks, right, 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 and, and again that was the close game, and then they just they close it out, and we had no answer. So, and this uh, well, it's, yeah, you're well right. against for for uh, Halliburton, you know, right. And I, it, the other thing is if if you're you know not that this team's mo is playing defense, but if your calling card as Miles Turner is is defense, and your team is giving up 130 points a night. That's just not good. <laughs> and I mean, I, I know it's not all his fault. Nope. It's not all his fault at all. But I mean, that's, uh, I mean, that's where the, the difficulties lay this week, right? Was on the defensive end. We offered no resistance to anybody, basically. To anybody's at, at least C the, team. Yeah. It's the bit, the bits that I saw. I, th- I thought that the offense functioned relatively well. I mean, no, I completely disagree. I, disagree. I was okay. I was really frustrated by a team that wasn't moving the ball, that was running into traffic and trying to get layups, that was taking covered three-pointers. I mean, Halliburton does so much to stretch the floor for this team, and I thought our offense I – mean, actually, I thought our – I mean, granted, we gave up a bunch of points this week, but I thought – on some level, it was our inability to respond almost ever. Um, mm. Healed, healed was less effective. How uh, uh, Neemhard is, you know, was our starting uh, point guard for the first three games of this week, and uh, he had, I think, one really exquisite game. Uh, I think it was was it. Uh, I can't remember, but he had one really solid game in general. But like otherwise, I felt like um, he looked like a rookie. Um, we we weren't moving the ball, and we were Mathurin was just driving into traffic and trying to get a foul. I, I thought our offense looked worse than our defense, and our defense didn't look great. I I, I think that uh, everything was uh, a problem this week. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's not going to be a lot of super. There'll be a lot of gold stars floating around in an zero four week most most weeks. Yeah, not I mean, smart. I guess I'll agree with you. Like, like clearly that starting lineup with Matherin and Neymard didn't work well. Did right? not because work. I totally Did agree. Matherin gets the ball. He's a bit of a ball stopper at this point and drives to the basket. And I mean, he's relatively successful. So. Uh-huh. Sure. Not too bad sure. at him yeah, for no, it, but I mean, I it does it does like disrupt the rhythm. I guess maybe the moment, the minutes that I caught were more when T.J. McConnell was on the floor and oh sure, the offense looks to, better at that point for sure. Right, exactly. But when he's so, off the floor, our offense looks terrible. And and there's and you know um, uh, Naismith, he just looks rusty. He doesn't look like the player he looked like earlier uh you know we 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 made him our starting power forward um you know at, at like you know 15 games into the season and he's been producing and this week he looked undersized uh unable to shoot unable to attack uh you know i thought he looked uh, way outmanned this week um yeah, no, I just thought, in general, everybody underperformed. And I don't know what that says about... Because I don't think it was the competition. I, I think it's it's about Halliburton. I think it's what, what he provides. And um, 
he spreads the court, he finds the open man, he makes everybody look better at their jobs. These guys aren't that good. Halliburton makes them look better. I mean, I, 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 I hate to say that, but like, you know, there, there was a great article in the Star about um, how, um, you know, now that Miles Turner is back, um, Jalen Smith and Isaiah Jackson have to split minutes. And they're not splitting minutes. Um, you know, Carlisle is choosing who to play when based on matchups. And so, you know, basically one guy could play no minutes and then they could play 30. And that's just how it's going to be. Both of them look bad. They both look undersized. They both look, you know, I I think Halliburton makes everybody better at their jobs. And without him, and there's a reason he's an all-star candidate and there's a reason he's a all-NBA candidate. Without him, our team looks pretty bad. Yeah, but didn't we know that? I mean, that, this is news. I, I mean, I've been, no, I've been trying to you. explain. <laughs> this no, is I the whole reason why tanking made sense for us because we don't have the depth on this team. Granted, no, I agree Mather with you. I think young, I was just su- and he's got a I, lot. I just was surprised how good Halliburton was. I guess is what I'm saying. I, I mean, I mean, you shouldn't. I mean, Matherin is a rook. Um, you know, Duarte has Neemhard a rook. Is a rook. Himself. Yeah, <laughs> Neymar's a rook. Um, you know, and when these guys have to put up minutes, you know, against, you know, I, I, I even hesitate to call them starters given the week that we had, but, <laughs> when, you know, when they're professional thrusting, basketball players, right, yeah. exactly. You know, things, things get a lot tougher and, and this, the, the, our lack of, you know, elite talent is exactly why we were talking about taking some L's this year. Uh, to get another high draft pick because this team, as good as Halliburton has been, I mean, we are always going to be an injury away from, you know, a seven-game losing streak, right? And it and in that sense, it's no different than when we had Sabonis, right? Because we're just hyper-reliant on one person's output, uh, you know, to, to make this thing go. And the style of basketball that we play doesn't lend itself well to um, collective efforts pulling you through, right? It's, it's not like we muck it up and play defense and make it a, a tight possession game. Our goal is to outscore people, and we intentionally play faster when things aren't going right for us, which sometimes can help and oftentimes <laughs> yeah. can hurt. A lot. It works right. when you're hitting shots. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and but, and but not taking, turning over the ball, right? Taking like, your highest IQ guy off the floor, though, uh, is going to hurt your fast break execution. Yeah, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. I mean, I think, um, yeah, the question is how long is this pain going to last, right? And so the initial reports we got was that he was going to be reevaluated, Halliburton, that is, after um, two weeks which would be this coming Wednesday. Uh, but it sounds like it might be even later than that. Like, I think he's targeting end of the month, beginning of February before coming back. So that's you know, what, what, a week and a half. Really? Really? This is this is what you're bringing to me right now? I mean, we cannot <laughs> rush this kid back. I mean... Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. His, but man. his message to the media was, uh, you know, this probably happened because I was overdoing it to begin with, Right. Mm-hmm. And that is probably true. And this is not a season where we need to bust our balls to get 
freaking 50 wins. It's just, this is not that year. There's no reason to rush him back. We were comfortable tanking going in. I mean, we are where we're at. We have maybe a few more wins than we'd really like, but if we miss the playoffs um, and we have a healthy Halliburton next year, all is well. Yeah, no, but you mentioned that. I mean, we have more wins than, than we want to have if we're going to, you know, try to get into the lottery. I mean, we're just, I mean. I mean, we were clearly never trying to do that, but the season's going to be what it's going to be. I mean, I think we, yeah. I mean, exactly. Yeah. Like, I mean, I guess you take it as, um, you know, at least we saw a bright, shiny spot thus far this season. And who knows, if, if Halliburton comes back and we can get the magic going again, we can probably get in the play-in, I would guess. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. No, I mean, I, I think we could. I mean, I think we could still even get an eight seed. I don't trust the Hawks. I don't trust I mean, the, the East. So the bottom the, of the East is a mess. Yeah, yeah, I, I know it's a play, right. but like, I don't think we have, even have to compete for the tenth seed if yeah, the, the, comes back. The out. team, the only team below us that I think could pass us are the Bulls if they get their shit together. But the Raptors are a mess. They're probably going to blow it up. Uh, well, so, yeah, but if somehow they Washington's on the verge of the play-in. I don't understand how that's <laughs> yeah. a thing, because they're uh, also a team that other teams rest their best guys against. Yeah, so there you go. A few random ones. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, Orlando could. I swear, Orlando could win a bunch more games, but they ain't gonna. Probably not. Yeah. Charlotte's. They'll take uh, another uh, high uh, draft pick, put put him next to Paolo, and that team's got a future. That's yeah, for sure they yeah. do. Um, I had a guy walk in um, last night uh, wearing full Charlotte Hornets gear, and I was like, "Oh boy, you are just just real brave." And he was like, "We beat the Hawks tonight," you know. He was just like so excited, and I'm like. Yeah, the Hawks are like 500, dude. Yeah, like, you should be rooting yeah. for losses right now. <laughs> <laughs> he was so jazzed up. Or, or Hornets stood up. Hornets stood up. Hornets stood up. He, needs, he, didn't, he didn't get his emotion chip upgrade. He's, he's overdue. <laughs> That's right. It was a tough week. It was a tough week to watch. I, I, I really, um, you know, I like this team. And, um, you know, it sort of is, I really did feel like this is a week where you watch guys make bad decisions and they learn from it. Hopefully. I mean, I mean you know, cool. I mean, like that was, it was kind of like a learning week, I hope. I didn't. Um, I don't but think like, I thought conviction. But, I mean, I feel like almost uh, top to bottom outside of Halliburton, or I'm sorry, Halliburton wasn't there, outside of um, TJ McConnell and Miles Turner, I feel like all these guys were just getting whipped and they got to learn from it. So Yeah, there were a lot of teaching moments. Yeah, yeah, a lot. I think both the, the Oklahoma City game and the Denver game Carlisle was basically down to one timeout by midway through the third <laughs> Yeah, he was. He like was. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, no, in, in, in that uh, OKC game, like, we probably could have used an extra timeout. Like, that game was still in doubt, but he had burned all of them. He's like, how are you getting beat by, uh, oh, no, not the OKC game, uh, the Suns game. Like, I, I feel like he was out of timeouts at the end of the Suns game. He was probably. just like, yeah, how are you getting beat by the Suns C team? we we got to win this game. How is Josh Okoji and his mask? 
It's yeah, just killing us. Problem. Just killing yeah. us. There's a real glare coming off that thing. It was distracting. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, was he perfect from the free throw line? Like, who is this dude? Like, can can we trade for him? He was amazing. I don't know, but he was always at the free throw line. That's all. Oh, God, in that game. he did everything, and I got. I think he got all the rebounds. I'm yeah. not looking. He actually at didn't shoot that well from the line. He was 11 of 15, but. You know. But he was there all yeah, of the I time. I mean, if you live there, you don't got to hit them all, right? I mean, Shaq didn't <laughs> hit them right. all either, but he sure scored a lot of points <laughs> that's there. That's right. That's right. Oh, all right. Man. Well, the, the road trip ends mercifully, and the Pacers come back to Gamebridge Fieldhouse on Tuesday. I think it's too late to, for mercifully. <laughs> to, to face the uh, Chicago Bulls, uh, who are right below us in the standings. Uh, then back out on the road to play Orlando on Wednesday, second end of a back-to-back. Then back in the field house uh, to play the Bucks, uh, probably with Giannis this time. At least and one of them. Then oh. <laughs> one of the Antetokounmpo's. And then back on the road uh, Sunday the 29th at Memphis. Thoughts? Feels like a we got to get a win. It's one and three. Feels like a one in three. One and three. Yeah, we're gonna. We're Orlando does not even want to win at this point. And Matherin has got to have something for Paolo, because Paolo went ahead of him in the draft, and every time he's faced somebody ahead of him, he's had a good game. So Matherin for thirty against Orlando. Ooh, career (laughs) high on the second night of a back to back. Sure, why not? Yeah, no, I'm out. I think this is. I think we just lose all these games. Uh, I think we're going to make sure that we stay in, you know, the pretty much the dead zone, and we're gonna we're gonna win all the games this week. Perfect. Yep. Mm. Exactly. Right. That, like that sounds very pacer. That does sound very pacer. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, my I, I think my concern is that um, this team can't win a single game with Hall- without Halliburton. Um. There, so I'm just gonna go with that until he comes back. I'm just gonna assume we're gonna lose, or, or until they accidentally win a game. No, it's not gonna happen, dude. Don't yeah. worry about it. I mean, eventually I mean, one of these teams is like not even gonna have a quorum. Like they'll have to forfeit for lack of players. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's definitely making his All Star case quite oh, well. Man. Mm-hmm. And how? And All NBA. I'm I'm still rooting for him for a third All NBA right now. Yeah. As long as he's not injured too long, I think right. he's deserve it. Deserves it. So, the boss. All right. Boo, boo. Jason, did you give your uh, your predictions? Yeah, one in one and three. One I got him going one and three. I think we can beat the Bulls. Oh yeah, let's get them Bulls. Oh yeah, forget those guys. All right, well, you can uh, find us on the internet as a, a way to talk to us in between these. We are on I think Twitter. they found us on the internet, Jeff. They found us on the internet. They did. Unless, mm, yeah, no. We, we never, we, like... We, we were on the radio for a while. Oh, it was still... Mm. Not like radio, radio, internet radio, it was serious radio, yeah. satellite radio. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's satellite true. Radio. That's right. That's, that's true. different than the internet. 
Colson, I are you thinking what I'm thinking? Because I'm thinking you. I think we're gonna start releasing your uh, your clip shows on Wax. Do you think that'll be like uh, on? Vinyl, yeah, I, right? I'm all in. I'm yeah. all in. It was just on vinyl. Yeah, yeah, yeah we should just I, release I, one like Wu Tang. We'll start the bidding at a million dollars. A single yeah. one. Which no, I we'll, think... we'll do. We'll, we'll we'll go to. Okay, here's what I'll do. We'll go to five hundred. So it ends up being like ten hours of clip show. We'll put it and on. I need, it, I need well, and I need that cut down to like sixty. <laughs> oh damn it! All right. Those things don't. So you, you can't, can't you can't hour. put ten hours on wax. Yeah. Oh man! Unless right. you put like a MP3 player in that rack. <laughs> yes. <it's> like... <laughs> Yeah. All right. If I when we get to five hundred, <laughs> if I can get it down to sixty, we'll put it on wax, and then we'll sell okay. that for a million dollars. This is our new. This is how we're gonna retire. That and Wikipedia, right? Was that was the other one? Yeah. Wikipedia, yeah. and also my other idea is that we we put these uh, our our audio in uh, uh, balloons. <laughs> uh, don't elaborate on that one. I think we. I think. We need to take this off offline. Wait, no, I can't. What? What are you talking? Can you, can you... in like in the balloons? What is this? Is this like for? Is this like to drop? Uh, like I like propaganda over other cities, or what are we doing here? We know how like you scream into a balloon and then you tie it off and then you pop it later and it screams. I actually, I actually don't. <laughs> that's what happens in the, that's, that's what happens in the cartoons okay. so my theory is we'll just record <laughs> pods we'll put them in balloons just the sound and then we'll sell those for like a million dollars because you can only listen to it once it'll play the whole podcast when the balloon pops that's a, somehow it's a big balloon <laughs> yeah right that's what she said. Uh, this is a much better idea than what I thought your original idea was. It was going to be like put a cassette tape of an episode <laughs> in a balloon <laughs> and float it off into yeah, you know, a helium balloon. Actually, that's not bad. Yeah. Actually, that's probably a better idea yeah, than like, mine because mine was doesn't actually envelopes like in church in there. Yeah, just like right, 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 right. Yeah, exactly. Or, or or like a message in a bottle, right? Yeah, like, so actually, that people on I... desert islands can. Well, what yeah. I like about your idea is that actually you could actually listen to our sound as opposed to when the balloon pops, it's not going to play the whole thing. So, I mean, I guess it will, but it'll play it in like like all at once, like, like three milliseconds or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to be rich. Keep your keep your eyes out for floating balloons. It could well, be. An unbeatable episode. Well, I, th- I, th- I think what we're I, th- I think what we're saying to our uh, uh, millions of listeners is we need a little bit uh, more Patreon because otherwise John's coming up with million dollar ideas that might fail. Well, you can uh, find us on Twitter at Undebeatables. You can apparently find us floating in the sky. We are on Facebook.com <laughs> slash The Indebeatables. Our website is TheIndebeatables.com. And there's a contact form there. You can use that to send us uh, a message that way. And you can email us. Shout out at TheIndebeatables.com. And I'm really, i tell you what, Colson, if we could get, if we could just lock down the Desert Island demographic, I think that would be mm. a good place to, to start. Because you just need a good niche, you know? 
Sure, the desert island niche. Yeah. And you'd assume they have, you know... I mean, they got nobody else to listen to but the balloon, right? Right. Or the message in a bottle. Well, I would like to remind uh, Pacer Nation that we are the longest-running podcast at 10 years. Uh, Nobody can even hold a candle to it. Um, So... If and you please care about don't. Con- it's probably going to melt the balloon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you care about content, you could listen to other shows. But if you care about longevity, you listen to ours. <laughs> we we already demoted him from like the marketing team. <laughs> too late. He's still uh-huh. still bringing that. <laughs> uh, for the uh, once and always coach, uh, Bobby Sklitter, now in the Hall of Fame. I wonder, could you do a whole episode on helium? I'd listen to that. Well, when we we're gonna have to turn the record speed up quite a bit anyway to get all that content on there. So, to... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry, that was that. That caught me. That was good. I like it. I could all be chipmunks. <laughs> we could just do the ten hours and get it down to one hour by like yeah. doing it, uh, like playing it at know, know, like three, four x speed. Four x no more than four, yeah, ten x speed. Yeah, it'd be great. <laughs> so that Wu Tang album, I think, was bought by a dude like one of those uh, Screlly. That's yeah, the dude, Mart- yeah. Martin Scarelli. And I think he, he had it seized by the feds because... Oh, yeah. Because he he's going to jail. Because he did Actually, that. he's already he's in done. jail. I think he's already there, yeah. Um, but and he's kind of an ass. Don't, don't buy our record with fake money. Don't go to jail. It wasn't fake money. I think he, like... What, what are the... I, he I just... He, he got it all from really sick people. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. He's a I'll, I, I mean, also, bro. don't piss off Wu-Tang before you go to jail. I'm pretty sure they have a following there. Yeah, mm-hmm. fair enough. They ain't nothing to F with. They are not. That's what the they children. say, at least. For the children. For the babies. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Can't hit it better than that. <laughs>